Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. So in this lesson, what we're going to be doing is looking at two different chords. We're going to look at E minor, and we're going to look at D major. And we're going to talk about some different ways of approaching being able to play these chords, different styles of chords across the fretboard, and also some different things that you can do to incorporate some simple soloing around those as well. Some different things that I tend to see when I'm playing. So the first thing we're going to do is we're just going to start building this with uh, a dry guitar tone here. Just a little bit of distortion. Okay? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the E minor, and let's just think, how many different places on the guitar do we know how to play an E minor chord? Well, you probably know the open position. And maybe you know like the fifth string bar chord. And of course the open chord would be a six string bar chord up at the 12th fret, right? So that's some really great places to begin. But let's fill in the, the gaps here with some other ideas, some different things that I like to see when I'm playing. And this could apply to any minor chord. We're just looking at E minor in this, in this situation. So if I was to take this E minor right here, the first thing that I do is I visualize from these two notes another chord shape for E minor where I'm going to bar over all the bottom five strings here. And I'm going to add on my ring finger on the third string, fourth fret, and my pinky on the second string, fifth fret. Now, if I was just to strum from uh, zero of the sixth string to the, the second string, it's going to sound like a glorified power chord. Now, if I wasn't in uh, E, if I was in a different key, I would leave this string off, and I could strum all of this because I'm barring it. Okay, so that's fine. It's a fine sound, but what we want to do is we want to add some color into this. So what I like to do is if I was to strum all the way through this and I'm barring across the first string as well, what I wind up doing is adding in the note F sharp. Okay? So that F sharp sounds like the ninth. And what it does is it re resolves quite nicely up to the third right there. Okay, so if I add my middle finger on right here, I wind up getting the sound of the minor third of that chord. See? Now, I don't have to play that whole chord shape. I might just play a couple of strings. The point is, is that you start visualizing these things and you see them and you hear them. 
that's a really nice sound. But if I do this, that note right there, that F sharp is kind of fresh to the ear. And it sounds really nice. Now if I add a little bit of, you know, delay and reverb back into this. See how now, because of that little bed of effects that I have, It gives me space to just relax a little bit and I don't have to worry about playing so much. I don't have to fill so much space. I can just enjoy that sound. Okay. So that's a nice place to start. And again, you could do this over any bar chord. If you were sitting on uh, a G minor, for instance, again, where these two fingers are, that's, that's my cue right there. So it's sitting right there. Now, if I take that first finger, up, it becomes the minor chord, but if I leave it back here, then I've got that, that ninth I'm adding in right there. You see? Okay? Makes it sound like a sus chord, if you're familiar with what sus chords are. So it's a really nice sound. Now let's keep going across the fretboard. So we've got E minor, and of course there's lots of different things we can do to this E minor to make it sound a little more colorful too. There's lots of cool things, but uh, so what we've done is we've added in this. Well, the next step for me is that I see I've got an E sitting right here. So I can start building off of that. And you might have seen this before. This is a pretty typical arpeggio that guitar players learn. Okay, so I'm playing seven, five, four, five, uh, three, and then seven. But again, I'm thinking of it less about just being an arpeggio kind of off on an island on its own and how I can use that as a chordal structure. So I can already see if I look up to the top of this thing, I've got this four, five, three. Well, that is that chord that we just talked about over here, but it's overlapping, right? So if we keep going toward the ceiling, I got this five and this seven sitting right here. So I could play just this seven and five, or this five and four, or maybe this five, four, and this five. You see, any of those things are legitimate to play as a little fragment in your playing. You see? So if you think about it, now if I add that back in, I'll add a little delay and reverb. See how cool that sounds? I'm visualizing those notes and then playing the scale that surrounds it but kind of the trick to the whole thing is is I need to play enough of that chordal structure within the context of my uh, context excuse me of my solo to give it a, a, a chordal sound if I just do this it might sound really nice, but you can't really hear the chord. But if I go... You can really hear that chord sticking out there. You see? It's got a really nice sound to it. Okay. So let's keep going here. We're going to move up. 
Now the next thing we're going to do here is we're going to head up to our fifth string E minor, which is sitting right here. You probably know that one. Okay. But let's make it a little more interesting. Maybe what we'll do is we'll take the pinky off and we'll make it an E minor 7 sound, right? Or maybe what we'll do is we'll take that chord and we'll think about adding in the sixth of this E minor, which sounds quite nice. So if we do the minor 6 here, which is that note right there. So again, if I add a little... See how dark that sounds? See, it sounds really nice, doesn't it? So there's my C up there. So if I went here and add it in up there. Or maybe I skip over a string. I play the root, which is the E, and there's my C right there. Play those together, right? Or maybe I play the fifth along with that. Sounds pretty dark, right? Where if I play the seventh, it tends to sound a bit more bluesy, maybe. But if I add that sixth, So I just have to think about finding the B, right? And then thinking, well, if I've got my B, so I have G, A, B, there it is right there. Okay, so that's another place we can go. Okay, let's keep going. So if we move up again from here, okay, we're going to move up. going to have more of a power chord sound at this point, right? So we've got 9, 9, 12, 12. But let's try and do something a little more interesting with this. So right there what I'm doing is I'm adding in this note right here, which is the A, over the sound of that E. Okay, kind of cool. Another thing I could do would be to play 9, 9, 12, and then 10. And right there I'm adding in the note D, which is that 7th again. Okay, and then that'll lead us back up again into our E minor sitting up here. So it makes for really nice little comps that you can do with your chord. Maybe you're thinking about doing something, again, if I can visualize my chord and my scale at the same time. Now it's over an E minor, so it's going to sound quite dark right now. And notice how I'm putting E in the bass each time, right? to worry so much about having to play in time at this point you can just kind of explore the sounds but instead of going you know 
with your scale, think less about just playing that scale and more about trying to play something that's based off the chord. Right? So there. So I know right here, I've got my root and my minor third, which makes the sound of that E minor right there. But if I drop down or go up above that, okay, so again, right there, there's my G, but I'm dropping down to my F sharp like I did down there, or moving up to my A, you can get some really nice sounds around that chord, or around that note. still hear the tonality of that E happening. So what I did was I just kind of made something where I'm moving around. Right? And it still has the sound of that chord happening. of these chords Isn't that cool so I'm going from five to seven to nine and ten there sounds right over that E. And then of course this, I just love this sound. And it can always resolve, but you don't have to resolve it. That's some ideas that we can explore with just the E minor, just looking for some sounds. Again, to break you out of always thinking about playing. Not that that doesn't sound cool in its own way, but right now what we're doing is we're really trying to focus more on making a connection to the E minor chord itself, okay? So really thinking about the sounds. So I'm always pushing myself to something that it might move away from the chord, but then it comes right back. So there's something, and if that's moving, something else is trying to make a connection. You see? So as long as I've got something else there that's kind of making that connection. Otherwise, if I just start going... It might sound amazing, but what I really want to try and focus on is still kind of staying consistent with making a connection to that core. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Now when the D chord comes up, so I'm seeing D major. Yeah, I've got 
D right there, which you probably know. I've got a D fifth string bar chord, which sounds wonderful. Sixth string bar chord sitting up here. So those are kind of maybe my, my outer points to connect to. So what I'm gonna do is take this D chord, and of course I know I can make that into a sus too by taking my middle finger off, which already is gonna have a nice kind of sound to it, especially with this delay and reverb that I've got. And again, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Right? Or the sus four right there sounds really nice too. And then we've got D sitting right here. So now what I'm doing is playing five, four, two, three, two. Okay. But I also want to be aware of some things here. Like I could make my sus chord, if I think about my D. Right? Because I'm adding in the G right there. So it's like a sus four. So that sounds kind of neat. And again, I'm skipping some strings in between, but you can hear how I'm still kind of maintaining the sound of that chord. Okay, move up to this D. Okay, we're right up here, of course, we've got our D sus, sus two. We've got our D sus four. But the sixth also sounds really nice up here. So if I was to add in the note uh, B over that D, sounds really nice, okay. Okay, so that's a sus with that added B in there. Okay, keep going. Make my power chord right here where I'm playing. Okay, move up to this D. Okay, and when I'm up here, I like to see the scale sitting there. as well. I've got 10, 9, 7, 7, and then. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the get started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the get started button.